so the you told me something about like this this <laughs> uni- UN thing? How does model UN? Okay. So you chose to be involved in this? Yes. Why? I like debating. I like arguing. So it always started with that. Um, I'm also, you know, with being on Instagram and all this stuff, I try to raise awareness for a lot of things. And that's similar to what the United Nations are doing. So in Mali UN, I try my best to help out with whatever issues are going on. Obviously, we can't, we don't have any power to do so. It's just for fun. But uh, let's say, okay, basically all the students role play into the actual United Nations so someone would be the secretary general, deputy, um, student director. We got the head of IT, head of press, and all that stuff. That head of IT. <laughs> I, I'm the head. It's okay. You can touch it. It's fine. I'm the head of IT. So I'm basically in charge of the website, the Wi-Fi, all the technical stuff that comes with Because it. you've got very because you have a great deal of experience on networking. Uh, well, it could be that, but I wanted to be head of press, which is actually that's That falls under IT? No, no, no. That falls under basically social media, photography, videography. Okay. So I applied for head of press at first, and then the day before the applications closed, I was like, just to be on the safe side, I'll apply for head of IT because it's kind of similar. Um, went into my interview. I got head of IT and it makes me laugh all the time because I go to school and then everyone's like, oh, I expected you to be head of press and all that stuff. And I'm just like, how do they expect you to fix networking? Networking? Like, what do you mean? Like, for example, um, if you're having some sort of tunneling issue or data tunneling issue, like data packages aren't arriving where it's supposed to arrive. It's not that like it's not that complicated. Okay. let's say, okay, let's take the Wi-Fi, for example. We'll just use one of the school's Wi-Fi, change the name, change the password, and then we'll give it to everyone to use it there. And then website, we just have to buy a domain, buy a website, buy everything, that stuff, yeah. And who reimburses you? What does reimburse mean? <laughs> it means who gives you the money? Uh, the school. Oh, so, so you can buy like any, any address you want? Any address I want, yeah. All right. And then obviously because uh, when people apply to be part of the team or delegates or whatever, because students outside of my school, like let's take KANU, BSB and all this stuff, all those students can apply to be a delegate or a team member, like a security team or press member. Security team? What are they supposed to be doing? What are they doing? Um, Carrying around bat- battles, batons? Um, no. Well, let's say there are a lot of people that like to cause issues, a lot of fights. So to be on the safe side, security team is there. Um, there's also a dress code. So you what know. do you mean that there's a dress code? That's, that seems rude. <laughs> you can't. So you can't show up in like jeans or a shirt. You have to show up in a suit if you're a guy or if you're part of like the Arabic council, a thobe, or even a suit's all right. So if you're part of the Chinese council? There's no Chinese council. It's because we're in the Middle East. There's an Arabic council and then like all the basic councils. Okay. What about Nigeria or Zimbabwe? Uh, those are delegates. So let's take a WHO. World so Pet- are they allowed to come in their traditional? No. <laughs> they have to come in a suit or in a, like a formal dress. I see. I try to put in a word about it actually. So last year when I applied to be secretary general, I had the idea of like basically whatever country you're assigned the delegate. It's so like for example, I'm the delegate of. Give me a country. Um, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. I would show up in their formal attire, but I guess no one wants to do that. No one wants to do that. So it seems like effort. 
that's not it's not in my hands it's uh, up to the secretary general and deputy this you so <laughs> convoluted why why is this girl doing this i it's this happens all around the world it's not just in bahrain it happens everywhere i mean i remember hearing about it when i was growing up but i i always thought it was like this like nerdy thing that just like no it's actually really fun it's really fun i enjoy doing it um i also like having a lot of responsibilities and making myself go crazy over them and then stress over them but it's one thing i i'm, I'm not complaining a little bit but it's okay of all the things you could do with your time <laughs> i love the idea head of id changing username and putting passwords i think you know what most most guys who work probably in IT or networking probably agree that that's most of their responsibility. Someone logged themselves out of their email. They have to log them back into their account. That seems very accurate. Yeah. In and hindsight. then like people who apply to be a chair, chairperson, uh, they get their resolution sent in and then they forward it to us for us to print and then give it to them, back to them. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel you. Wait, what? So you're just like... <laughs> I do all the technical stuff with the help you're of... Glorified, you're a glorified coffee person. Yeah, if you could say so, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you look so confused. I, I am, I am, I am, I am. That's why I told you. Because I'm trying to put myself like in, in, in your mindset, right? Mm -hmm. And I could not imagine myself doing any of that. I was too busy like skipping school. I, I was like... <laughs> it was like i was out i was like i'm, I'm out, and out about yeah where's hamid he's out <laughs> he's out and about yeah okay yeah speaking about that we're gonna change the topic real quick i have a question go ahead how many black shirts do you own uh seven or eight seven or eight yeah i buy them in bulk Damn. i can show you my closet because <laughs> like every every episode every photo every video you're just wearing a black shirt. Yeah. And I wonder how many shirts do you have? Because I, I learned this trick from the guy from uh, Dra Dragon's Nest. Is that what the show is called? Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den? Is that the American one or is the UK one? The UK one is Dragon's Den. So I learned this. What's the bold guy who has like those glasses? He's always on social media. Uh, yeah. The British one, yeah. Yeah. Simon? No. no, no, no. He's not British. I think he's American. What's the other one's name? Who's part of the can American? You, can you look up the, the, the gang? And I can show you. Oh, it'll make, no, it'll make sense. It'll make sense what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Uh, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin O'Reilly? Harrington. Yeah. So he talks about it, and he said that... that can you type in Q rating? Q rating? Yeah, Q and then rating. So the idea of the Q rating in, in television is concerns about how recognizable that person is. Meaning like how, how more like formulaic and uniform it is, mm -hmm. how more it like clicks. Like if you see that, if you see Kevin, for example, in like other shows, as long as he's in the suit, you recognize him immediately. But when he's like out of a suit, then it's, you don't recognize him. Do you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's kind of like a signature, signature, signature. It's a signature look. Signature look, yeah. Right? And so I learned that trick from him, and I thought to myself, if, if I just wear black on black mm -hmm. on the show, 
and I make sure that when I'm out, I wear shorts and a blue shirt or whatever, people are not going to recognize me as much. <laughs> that was my thinking yeah. about it. I was trying to, to save myself. That's kind of smart. Uh, there's another guy who does the same thing. Um, uh, Jack Nicholson used to talk about it with sunglasses because he used to always be famous mm -hmm. for wearing sunglasses. And he, he would say, when I'm, when I'm not wearing my, jack, my, my sunglasses, I'm just a normal dude. The moment I put them on, I'm Jack Nicholson. Clever, right? Yeah, that is clever. Because like, the thing is, audience, they get so shocked when they see them not in their like look. So they just, like, let's say, for example, Kevin, he's not in his suit. And then they're like paparazzi taking photos of him and then they publish it. The audience go crazy over it. And it's, it's like a way of like getting more attraction, more attention. He says exactly the... I, I, it's interesting they bring that, but he's, what he's trying to refer to is that it gives them privacy. Because when he's not wearing the suit, paparazzis, mm. people don't recognize him walking about. That is true. And it's only when, when he's in the suit that he's like, oh, he's Kevin. That is smart. That's really smart. Right? So that's what's the whole thing. That's the whole thing that's going that's, on with you. That's in, that's in my head. And that's why I try to keep it as like as like consistent as I can. I want to do that. I want to have that going on for me as well. I don't know. For women, it's a little bit more complicated than for men because women get like like judged by their like clothing and stuff. That is true. That is very true. Like with a dude, I don't think a lot of people would be like, ooh, his suit doesn't look nice. Yeah. But, you see, it's, how do I, I don't know how to express this. It's very hard to express and talk about. Because like with women, I need, I need help. Um, Can you look up what is curating while she's thinking? Yeah. Um, with women, it's just hard because. People expect a lot much more from them, especially in the society. Oh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say that. Then what would you say? I think there's different expectations. Q score. See, Q, the Q score is a measurement of the familiarity and the appeal of a brand, celebrity, or company or an entertainment product used in the United States. The higher the Q score, the more highly regarded the item or person is among those who are aware of the subject. So that's basically what he's doing. Yep. So he's doing a Q score. Yep. Oh. Anyway, so you were you were saying yeah. women have it more <laughs> difficult than men? Yeah. I agree to disagree. And why is that elaborate? Well, I don't know how you're indexing that. See, like, right now what I'm wearing, my outfit. I more... answered that question with a question. <laughs> yeah. Go on. See, my, with my outfit, it's more like tomboyish and all that stuff. And then people would look at me and be like, what is she wearing? Like, she doesn't look like a girl. She looks like a boy and this and that. She's not supposed to be wearing that. Or like, why does she have a huge butterfly ring on? And this, I think, I think, no, no, no. I think that applies to men actually also. Because the other day I was at school and then one of my friends got called out for his ear piercing. And he's like, why do you have an ear piercing? That's not allowed, blah, blah, blah. Men aren't supposed to have it. And then a while ago, I knew someone who had a nose piercing as well. And he was a guy. And then a dad came up to him and was like, what's the whole point of the nose piercing? Like, why do you have it? That's not how it works. Okay. So what do you say about that then? I would say that as long as you live in, in a society, you have to formulate and, and be regulated. If you want total freedom, be like, um, be like, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, uh, I went to the woods to see what it had to teach. Who was that down again? <laughs> it was, I went to the woods to see what it had to teach. It was, to teach um 
Goodreads? What? Ah, uh, that's it. Uh, Thero. Thero. His name is... David Thero. Henry David, David Thero. Henry David Thero. Henry David Thero. Thank you, Danny. Yeah, so so Henry David Thoreau and Aristotle makes this case in saying that if there are only two people that don't live in a society, it's gods and monsters. Monsters get driven out of societies and gods willingly leave a society. In in a larger scape and sense is that if you are in a society, you have to you have to adapt into the cultural norms. When in mm -hmm. Rome, be Roman, right? Yeah. If you go to a normal office setting mm -hmm. in corporate world, men are expected to wear suits with ties. Okay. I right. Guess, yeah. Because that's that's what what the society expectations are if mm -hmm. you're in that industry, right? There's a level of standard. Yeah. And the same school, same it goes in boarding schools, or higher education. Right, because you're not paid to be unique. You're paid mm -hmm. to to do your job and to fit in in that credentials. There's a level of standard. I f I find that completely BS, to be honest. <laughs> what society are me saying this? I don't no, know. No, I've society. I honestly, being the 16-year-old that I am, I couldn't care less. I just want to live my life and be happy in what I am comfortable with and what I'm doing. And I don't think anyone should have the right to judge me because it's something that makes me happy and me comfortable. So why should it be a problem for someone else? And you're talking about the presence sense or from an evolutionary biology perspective on, so on society? Both. No, because prior to 100 years ago, by the time you were at five, you were expected to help in the household. In the sense that you were either cleaning the floors or, or doing something. And if you were a kid, even today in China, if you're living on a farm, you're expected to work on the field. Okay, you know. So there is not this <laughs> aspect of I want to live my life and I want to like just party and have no, fun. No, no, no. That's not, that's not the case. Like I enjoy helping out my mom, cleaning the house, doing my chores and all that stuff because I like having responsibilities. But it's when I enjoy doing it. Like let's say, let's do this in a more Gen Z type of way. I'm cleaning my room, okay, and I'm doing it because I want to. And then my mom comes in and is like, clean your room, although I'm doing it. And just like, I'm cleaning my room. You're telling me to clean my room. Like, now I just don't want to do it anymore. Like, you know what I mean? That's just because you want to be rebellious because you're a teenager. Yeah. That has nothing to do with a larger scape of society. And the argument of that basis is that as long as you live in your mom's, mom's house, you have to follow her rules. That's true. I feel like there's a difference between discipline and how you're being grown up to like how do I say this, like, being disciplined and, like, you know, let's, like, ignore it. I said that. that go like, on. You can cut it know. out. I want to hear what you're trying to say. There's a, dis there's a difference between <coughs> discipline and? Discipline. <coughs> We're all dying over here. Um, discipline and, like, I don't know. I don't know what the right word is. I can't. The word's not coming into my head. Can you describe what you're trying to say? Like, not. Describe the feeling then. What, the what's feeling of like just being like thinking you can do whatever. Um, chips maybe? Do you want some chips? Yeah. Lay's ketchup if possible. Yeah. Should we order some food maybe? We haven't, I haven't eaten lunch yet, have you? Do you want mixed grill again? You know more mixed grill? What do you feel like? I'm not hungry at all. What about you? Whatever works. If you guys are hungry, then I'll just... Um, pasta. pasta. Yeah. Oh wait, can we order Jacks? Yeah, we can order Jacks. Okay, Jacks. I don't mm. know what Jacks is. I guess. Sure. Last week when I. 
We'll share pizza, I mean, you, whatever you have, I'll, ha I'll have like a slice or two. You know me, I don't eat a lot. Maple chicken bites barbecue, if that's what it is. No, no, no. From Jack's. Yeah, but what pasta? Is it the pasta you want? It's not pasta. It's just like chicken bites. It's oh, literally chicken bites. No, no, no. Sorry. Just this? Just that. Yeah. Sure. 100%. I'll have whatever you have. We'll okay. Go. So let's just skip that topic. I don't know where that was going with. I where I was going with that. Okay. So I saw Savvy up there. Who? What? What? What just savvy. happened? Who's Savvy? I saw Savvy up there. Who's Savvy? I don't know. Ask him. Yeah, what's with that? Why do you guys have that up? Wait, what? Isn't it, didn't we have someone on who works? Huh? Yeah, Omaima works. Isn't she like, what is she? Does she she's um, a... Yeah, she's a representer or influencer or whatever the, the term is. So yeah, what? You're, you're trying to get a gig with them? What's the story? I actually worked with them. Good experience, bad experience? Good experience, actually, yeah. Um, I was contacted to be a brand ambassador. Mm -hmm. And then they called me in for like a little interview just like to get the hang of it and everything and mm -hmm. then i like how you pivoted from our original conversation <laughs> that you weren't too sure how to contribute to and now you're, <laughs> you wanted to pivot on this okay because i don't know where i'm going with that so i was like okay let's just change the topic yeah okay. uh-huh oh my god i'm dying over here um yeah so uh not to be you know like l too over myself but let me get to my point um i was asked to be social media manager because okay. I, I assume I was too good. I don't know. But then I worked for them for two months straight during the summer as like an intern. And it was really good. Like I learned a lot. I got the hang of like website making, website creation, apps, and like working, just working for an organization in general. Because that was the first time I was working for like an entire organization. And it was also bank related. So I learned a lot about finance. And now I barely spend my money. I'm very like I'm a conscious spender. And that was something that I was not before Savvy. So Savvy is basically an online bank, online banking company for the teens um, in Bahrain and in the UAE. Uh, and this Are we getting paid for this promotion then? No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we definitely. I mean, if we're going to bring this up, then we better get fucking a paycheck out of this. Yeah, but if you scroll down, scroll down. That's Saleh, that's Hussein, that's Hannah. But scroll down a little bit more. So everything from, oh, wait, 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 yeah. So everything from basically these two, like, wait, where? From your school is better than your rival school. Everything from that and below was all of my work. Not the creation, the graphic designers, um, an intern from the UAE. But like the entire like concept, the whole, um, the ideas and everything. So I had Motivational Monday going on and then Terminology Tuesday and then uh, Finlit Friday so that was the entire thing and that with also tiktok um, did we talk badly about it when we when we first saw it yeah i remember what did you say <laughs> what did you say i don't remember it's been like i feel like i feel like i've been doing this podcast for for a decade yet it's only been three months what did he say Danny, you remember i don't work for them why But it's all about teaching, like. What, but what teens? did I find shit about it? Can you remind me? Did I find shit? You, the... you just said that it, it had no differentiation. You know, like there's no nothing that they're offering that any other bank. They are. It sounds it sounds familiar, but did I? So I was talking about 
the 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 USP rather than the images itself, rather than a marketing material, or did I take everything? No, we were cool with the marketing material. We were just like the concept of the bank, like you know, you're not really different from any other bank. We were like, what are the offerings that any other bank doesn't offer? Yeah, now it's clicking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what? Well, why the fuck should 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 I like open an account with them? There doesn't seem to be any kind of like like USP that would that would make me want to open an account. And then somebody, I think it was a mime, said to me, "It's like aimed at young people and stuff." And I was like, "Okay, but they don't have cash. What does what does that matter?" Actually, if you have the app and you make an account, you get five hundred bills. And then every time. Whoa! You hold on! Wait! Hold wait! On. Wait! Woo! A whole dollar? Ah, hold on! Okay, so then you Jesus, get, you get a code. All right, you share this code with everyone. And then every time someone signs up with that code, you get 500 fills more. Okay. So let's say you send it to 100 people, you get 50 BD. Okay. And that's basically how it is. You get, you get free money. And who, who doesn't like free money? And you also learn about finance. If you scroll up, or I mean down, like to the top, to the top, up, yeah. Ooh, 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 down. Uh, those two photos, they basically went to AUBH. And they held like a bunch of workshops about money management and... Um, I don't trust. Stuff. I don't trust a company like them telling me about money management. I'll be straight up. But it's not for you. It's for the teens. Okay. What That's are they the teaching thing. these teens? They're teaching. I wasn't there. I wasn't part of the thing. I left by then. But they were in the progress process of like creating a bunch of workshops, and it was just basically about money management, about marketing, and all that sort of stuff. Not marketing in the way you're thinking of. Let's just get that straight. But like more like. I remember one thing they mentioned was basically you're in this you're you go to car for okay and you don't how how many how like do you ever like buy purchase things that are on the top shelf or on the bottom shelf yes when when i'm looking for specific good specific good okay well usually i'm not gonna phrase this right I'm yes phrase whatever wrong. is in the eye level is the most expensive the more out of reach it is for a person the more expensive the more cheaper it gets no 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 the product that like usually a lot of people purchase is what's in front of their eye because it's just easy to grab and then go. So a what lot did of, I just say? I don't know. You said something <laughs> else. I have no idea. I said product that is usually on eye level is the most expensive oh. product because those are the items that they're trying to sell. Those are the because the company pays for where that placement is. Mm -hmm. The most expensive items to have in the supermarket is actually right by the cashier. Those Snicker bars and stuff like that. That's what they. That's that. That costs like a lot of money to have your product like on there. Said it for me perfectly said it for me i did not know where i was going with that um yeah anyways how's your life <laughs> that was amazing that was amazing that was amazing oh my god yes how's your life that's amazing <laughs> You know, you, what you just did was, was, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. What's his name? Um, <laughs> oh Christ. I'm, I'm taking that as a no. Your life's not going great. No, my life is, is going fantastic at the moment. Um, <laughs> can you look up the movie? Uh, uh, the, the, they're like, at a, Danny, you know, this movie it's, they're on a golf, they're on a golf place and they try to kill the beaver. No idea. Golf, golf place killed the. Okay. Movie. Um, I think you have to put. 
No, 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 no. Um, it has it has the comedian in from Ghostbusters. Kevin Hart. No. Pull up Ghostbusters. Pull up Ghostbusters. Bill Murray's in it. Type in just Bill Murray movies and it'll show up. Golf movie. Rodney Dangerfield. You just did this. You just pulled off the same thing as Rodney Dangerfield did. So you're calling me a comedian. That's amazing. That's amazing. Coming, coming to you live. It's Saul Maimon, your next comedian, stand-up comedian. That's amazing. You literally just pulled off the same thing as Rodney Dangerfield. Thank you. I'm flattered. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. I don't get no respect. He always like plays with his tie. Oh, he died. He's dead. Rest <laughs> in peace. <laughs> I don't even know him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he died before you were born, so who knows? Maybe you're reincarnation. Oh my God! What if? What if? Okay, so not only am I a content creator, or like a dancer, and everything, I'm also a comedian. Mm-hmm. Thank you for opening that up, opening that side of me. Okay, so you're. So what else do you do? You do this like you and stuff. <clears throat> you do YouTube. Yeah, I'm a YouTuber. Content creator on social media. I'm a dancer. I'm sort of an athlete. I like trying new stuff out. So like every year I'm doing something new. Okay. That's my Instagram over there. I won a little award for um, social media. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Um, what, did you like, did you make a bet or something that if you say like key words that <laughs> you get money or something? Um, what, what, no. <laughs> why was that a weird reaction? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm dying over here. I'm sick, but um, no. So uh, one of social media awards, but um, as I was saying, I try a lot of new stuff out every year and that being like in sports. So this year I was doing boxing for the first half, mm -hmm. but then I don't know why I stopped. So now I'm doing go-karting and then last year and volleyball as of right now. And then last year I was doing basketball before that I was doing ice skating, gymnastics um swimming and i was doing them competitively gymnastics is a really really good sport it is it's a really good sport but i'll put my kids like i can guarantee you i'm homeschooling my kids and i'm putting them in gymnastics that's like that is as like set as concrete that is how it works for a lot of gymnasts um like i told you earlier about bertaley their daughter jules leblanc um she's a nickelodeon star and like an entire like she's a big thing going on right now but um she was a gymnast her entire life so the concept of them recording videos for YouTube is basically for their family back home. Mm -hmm. There she is, Jules LeBlanc. Um, and yeah, they're right there, Bertaley. But basically, the videos were just for her family back home because she's not originally from like Maryland. That's where she's... How are you like so... Okay, how do you know all this stuff? I'm a huge fan to this day. Um, they were like the first people that I watched on YouTube and I just kept going with them. I grew up with them and... I'm still watching them to this day, except they don't post anymore. Um, parents got divorced, son died. So it's just like this whole thing going on. How uh, did the son die? Uh, he has a cardiovascular thing going on. I don't know, something about his heart being way too thick. Okay. Search it up, Caleb LeBlanc. How did Caleb Bertelli die? Yeah. Heart disease you're talking about. Passed away from natural causes, and I don't believe that. Um, well, it was a natural cause, shopping. but shopping. they weren't aware of it. You can tap on, yeah, Caleb LeBlanc. Let's see. Shows up. Um, How macabre. Now we're looking at like some 13-year-old's like pictures. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hyper, hyper something. Hyper, 
Hi, wait, wait. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Myosis. Myopathy. Myopathy. Yeah. So that's how he passed away. And may he rest in peace. He had a big impact to the family. I feel like ever since his death, a lot of people just like, they all broke down, but I don't know how we got to this conversation about the You were the one who brought us here. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is about the gymnastics thing. Mm -hmm. So she was doing gymnastics her entire life. And then because she was doing YouTube and then she was acting and she was singing, she just quit gymnastics and moved to Los Angeles to pursue her dreams, which she's doing now. She's big. She's really proud. I'm really proud of this girl. And yeah. But I quit gymnastics because I just wanted to try something new out. New out. How long did you do gymnastics for? Five years. Five years? Yeah. So I quit when I was going into my level three. Um, and yeah. And do you regret it now? Looking back on it? Yeah, I regret it. It was one of the sports that I enjoyed the most. It's not too late to go back in. It's not too late. But then I'd have to start from, from number one. I have to start from like recreational level. I don't think so. I think you. I think you can. You maybe for like two or three like months at max. I'm Surely. Of, yeah, I'm out of your practice, muscle though. memory would like muscle memory. In. Yeah, but I'm just like very out of practice, so I have no idea. We could give it a try. I mean, oh yeah, and because of that, uh, that was not the only reason why I quit. I was diagnosed with diaphragmatic hernia. Okay. So in a short case, um, I wouldn't be alive by now if I didn't get surgery. I'd be dead. But um, yeah, diaphragmatic hernia is basically a birth defect mm -hmm. where there's a hole in my diaphragm and my lung, when, you, when you're little, your lungs like are this tiny. And then as you grow, they like expand, they grow with you. Mine's never grew, so they were really tiny. And there was a hole in my food tube, so all the food that I would like, everything was- Wait, 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 we're jumping places. We went from gymnastics, activity, doing fun stuff, telling me you've got- a diaphragmic hernia i've got adhd so i'm just out of all all over the place i understand but but you need to preface this so okay this was caught when you were how old uh when i was eight nine nine or eight years old so your lungs didn't grow from a baby till you were nine or eight years old impossible so half your chest would have been empty then no they were filled with a bunch of food and all that stuff because there was a food Okay. <laughs> there was a hole in my food tube. Read that. Diaphragmatic hernia is a birth defect where there's a hole in the diaphragm. Um, the, large muscle that, the large muscle that separates the chest from the abdomen. So meaning everything was going into my chest. Um, organs in the abdomen, such as intestines, blah, 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 can move through the hole. Yeah. So if I didn't get surgery, I'd be dead by now. When you were eight or nine? Yeah. You know, we had a lot of people who, who had like children, like surgeries on done, you know? Breast defects. We had we, you, we had uh, Kira. Yeah, seriously. Well, who else do we have? We had another person that had like a surgery as well. Yeah, but um, we found out because it was, it, was, it was shocking to the doctor because I was doing all these sports. I was swimming, I was doing gymnastics and I was just so healthy. But I think at that point we decided to go because I was coughing a lot. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I was just coughing along. We thought, oh, cause I'm eating a lot of sour candy. I'm like unhealthy, all that stuff. Or I was just sick. It was flu. Okay. That's what we thought. But then we went in. We got. I got checked up, and it was shown in my ultrasound. Actually, it wasn't shown in my X-ray. It was shown in my un. Ultrasound. It was showed in my ultrasound, and then I was obviously being eight or nine, had no idea what was going on, um, but. 
then I went to Pakistan and then we got che- I got checked up there. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. You did the surgery in Pakistan? No, I did it here. We okay, just went I was about there. to say, that's fucking brave. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's really brave. Mm-mm. My dad would not trust them. My dad's a doctor himself. And okay. he doesn't even trust himself to, like, give me surgery. So, yeah, but we went to the one in um, Muharraq. What's it called? Royal Bahrain. Okay. We went there. It's the really BDF nice one? No, no, no. Bahrain Defense. No, no, no. Royal... King Hamad, King Hamad. Um, next to the hosp- airport. Yeah. yeah, next to the airport. So I got my surgery there. And I was fine. I remember the guy, like, I was in the surgery room and he was injecting me to, like, pass out. And he was like, oh, this is white color injection. It's milk. This pink one, strawberry milk and all that stuff. But all I know is that once he injected me, I was out of it. And then I woke up through hell, literal hell. I could not walk. I wasn't allowed to eat anything for an entire week, I think. I was just consuming like small portions of juice mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. And I was like literally not literally dying, but like the feeling of it was just horrible and something that I don't want to go through again. And I don't want anyone to go through, but it's a birth defect. So you can't really do much about it. I'm sure you can at this point. Birth defects. You get, you're born with it. Yeah. But I'm sure you can either do like CRISPR or um, uh, a stem cell treatment. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I've never heard of that. So, like, I don't think that'd be can, the case. Can you type in um, liver king? And then, and then he did, he did something. He did a liver king. And then, I don't know, DNA alteration? But I think that's like for some, diff- some other issues, like for other issues. Correction of liver dysfunction and DNA repair. Yeah, 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 yeah. This dude, I mean, he's like some sort of fit fitness influencer who's pretty wild. And his name is Liver King. I don't know what his real name is. <laughs> uh, he went, I think, to South Korea and he got an experimental um, experimental uh, treatment done to his to his to his DNA. I feel like we should take a break. You're literally about to lose your mind. No, I'm trying to remember. It's it's. I remember like like hearing about it in passing, like a few months ago. So my brain is actively trying to grab onto that information. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. And well, what did he do? So the way I understood the process works is that they take a sample of your DNA, and then they alter it, and then they design a custom virus. Or bacteria and they put it into your body which then mutates your entire genome i think that has to do with like blood stuff like blood related <laughs> stuff, like blood cancer <laughs> cancer viruses diseases. okay i don't okay. think that had to do with like because how's that gonna grow my lung well how's that gonna help me breathe how's that gonna like well the dysfunction fix- the dysfunction unless it was a birth defect because of something that happened uh, during during f- formulation of you as a fetus if it's a if it's a if it comes from a DNA misalignment or misstructuring, then that could be a potential treatment. That with uh, with uh, stem cells. This is why I'm not going to become a doctor. I I'm not a medical profession either. I just read a lot. I don't understand a single thing that's up there, nor did what you nor what you said. What genome editing technologies to treat rare liver diseases? What's a genome? Where is it? Where does it say that? Genome editing technologies oh, to genome. treat. Ra- What's a genome? DNA. 
Oh, okay. Well... Or more precisely, genome refers to a segment of your view DNA. But I don't know how I have A in biology right now. Um, yeah, I don't want to... No, this is too much for me. I cannot. I literally cannot. My dad's a doctor, and he does not want me to be a doctor. It's a hard gig. It is very hard. He works from 4 to, like, 1 a.m. So he's just, like... He's so busy. He doesn't get any offs. But the, he's been working for almost 40 years. He works in ER or where does he work? Medicine. So he's a general physician. But um, Why does he's... a general practitioner work from 4 to 1 a.m. if he's not working in ER? I have no idea. Something ain't right here. <laughs> I have no idea. But I he's... think you, mis- you must yeah, uh, you, you it's probably like this... mis- misunderstood something. No, no, no. It's been like this for 40 years. Almost 40 years. He's been working at the same place. He was working there in Saudi, and then that's how my parents met. And then they moved to Bahrain to the new branch, mm-hmm. and they've been working there. And then I was born, so my mom stopped working there. But he continued to work from four to one a.m. and no offs, no Labor Day, no National Day, no Prophet's birthday, no nothing. It was just like you consistently work unless you're sick and you need to take an off, then go for it. He works seven days a week. Six days a week. And he's a general practitioner. Yeah. Something ain't right. This is, I don't know. What, this what is my dad's you. schedule. He woke up, at, he wakes up at 9 a.m., goes to the gym. And he's an employee. He doesn't own the, 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 the hospital. He doesn't own the hospital. Or, or the, the practice. Nope, nothing. I don't, talk to your dad again <laughs> because there seems to be some sort of misalignment of information. Oh, yeah. But I have no idea, honestly. But this is the first time this year is the first time he gets seven national holidays off from work. So today he doesn't have work because of the prophet's birthday. And this is the first time in the, in the past 40 years of his life working as a doctor. So it's just like, I don't know. And I always tell him he can do so much more because he enjoys me because he's also, he's a, he's, I want to say a bodybuilder, but he enjoys, what? he enjoys going to the gym and he's obsessed with health. He's obsessed with going to the gym. He's just like a health freak. So um, he tends to create videos for fun of him trying to make like supplements and stuff like that to share with his friends. What? 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 Why is a general practitioner making <laughs> custom? What, what is he, a chemist? Now he's like sitting there in a laboratory? <coughs> My dad's gonna Putting be- amino acids together? <clears throat> no, not that type of supplements. Like, you know, like protein shake supplements, you know, mix them up with like yogurt, mix them up with honey and why you should mix them up with honey. And, he's like, a chef basically. Basically, yeah. Um, he also creates disgusting stuff. Does um, he have an Instagram? No. So he just shares it to his buddies? Yeah, with his buddies. But I've told him that he, if he turns this into like some YouTube, YouTube account, YouTube channel, and I would love to help him, he would, make, he, would, he would be off the charts. He'd be doing so good. Or like have his own lab or his own pharmacy or his own like little thing. His like, own lab? lab yeah okay well i don't know that's something why is a general practitioner have his own lab this is so weird i don't know i'm not going into medicine so i have no idea i'm just saying this okay um the poor guy is just going through so much he really wants to he really wants to retire but he's just doing it for me and i'm very very grateful for that how old is he 58 his birthday was last friday okay he's not too young to retire he isn't too young he's too young to retire what makes you say that 58 yeah What's the retirement age in Bahrain? Isn't it 64, Dan? 60. Two years. And it, it's, I think, 64 in Europe. I think they've increased it. Um, Can you check? In Bahrain? But Dan, did, does that make sense to you? Do, like, doctors here in Bahrain work six days a week? 
55. So he's just, he's doing it in law. Those are for civil servants. Oh. No, they don't do anything for us. That's so weird. I mean, I, I, like, I know doctors who, who work like six days a week, but they work in ER. They don't work as a general practitioner at, I mean, at, at like a... I mean, some doctors have the same way they work in many different hospitals and different shifts. Yeah, that's like consultancies then. Yeah, that's consultancies. So. That's a different animal because yeah. she said that he only works at one like branch. Shifa Al Jazeera Medical Center in Manama. That's what I'm saying. Doesn't I mean I don't know. I, it, Does he get paid by the dollar? Uh, I have no idea. All I know is that he gets his monthly thingy allowance. Allowance. I mean, yeah. He gets billed by the hour he wants. No, he doesn't get. I don't know. But, I actually don't know. But I don't think. I mean, that's very that's that's very unique because it, it, the most like the most demanding field is obviously ER, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the only time that they work like crazy hours, like until like three or four and five a.m. I mean, and they no, have, like, my dad does. My dad does get called to the ER a bunch of times to like either. That makes stitch, more sense. Uh, to do stitches. Why is he doing stitches? That's a nurse's job. <laughs> You'd be surprised by what my dad does. My dad does not care. My dad, my dad. This one time he got this like huge bump on his knee or whatever it was i don't know it was like right here or something and he was so fed up with it he literally stabbed it and he cut it open he emptied out the pus and everything and then he wrapped it on his own and then he stitched it on his own as well he didn't he, he didn't want any help from the hospital he was so fed up with the entire thing going on with him he's so fed up with his job i feel so bad for him we have to get we have to get our dad on the <laughs> show one time he's this, this man seems very interesting anyways my dad was actually asking me, he's like, can I come upstairs or something? You know, I'm like curious to see what's going on. I was like, no, <laughs> but next time, next time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You said you want my dad here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's okay. And your mom was what? Nurse or doctor as well? Uh, she was a receptionist. Okay. So that's just, they both working in the same hospital in Saudi. Mm -hmm. I don't think they were friends. I don't know what happened. My, well, all I know is that my dad proposed. She didn't want to get married, but then I don't know what happened. They both got married, and uh, here I am. <laughs> and you're the only sibling? Only child. Wow. Always have been. And it's weird because my dad has... Wait, what? Wait, what? So your dad married really late? Unless Yeah, he, he married really late. My, okay. mom's, my mom's in her 40, 40s. My dad's in his 50s. Your mom also married really late. Mm-hmm. My mom was never planning to get married, but it just kind of happened. And I don't know about my dad. Okay. But um, what was I saying just now? You didn't want to work in the medical industry. No, no, no. Just like right before you said that. Um, Your dad works crazy hours. No, no, no. <laughs> right before you said about my mom. Marrying late. Yeah. What did I say right before that? Shoot. She never went to get married? No, not that either. Oh, wait, no. Oh, yeah. I'm the only child. And mm -hmm. that's weird because my dad has, let's say, eight siblings. Mm -hmm. Eight or nine siblings. And my mom has one, two, three. My mom has like four. But I'm the only child. So if somebody would ask you, what do you feel? Who do you feel like you are? Do you, do you feel Bahraini or Pakistani or? I feel whitewashed. I feel American. You feel American. Yeah. I'm very whitewashed. My first language was English. 
but born and raised in Bahrain, you know, got that I don't have the Arabic culture within me. I try to okay. speak Arabic. I say like a couple words here and then every now and then. Um, Pakistan, I was never really close to the Pakistani culture uh, up until recently. Um, just, I It's hard for me to like blend in there, but it is what it is. Um, just trying to do my own thing. And if it's like an issue for a lot of people, it really doesn't matter to me. And yeah, those are my, that's my content. Um, okay, explain it a little further. Further is like what? In a sense, do, does that mean your your aspirations in life is to go to America and get that? Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah, I want to go to America. Now, it's going to sound cliche. You and Dan are going to be BFFs. <laughs> I want to go to California. Uh, no, it's all right. I got warm. It's warm. Do you want tea or something or maybe like a strepsil? It's all right. But um, yeah, I want to go to California. Because what I do... I think it's easier to grow there work-wise not to like you know build a life but living build a family over there and not none of that more just to build a career all right um this is hard uh danny do you remember who's that influencer here in bahrain um the irish girl you talked it's your christina 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 is famous because she's in bahrain christina will not would not be famous if she was in america you know 110%. 110%. I think because she's got her husband's Bahraini. So she tries to get in with the Bahraini culture and makes all this Bahraini content of her trying to make Bukhur, trying to speak Arabic. And now she's even like um, including Pakistani language and this and that. So I feel like with that, she's got a lot of audience. And with her trying to speak Arabic, a lot of people on TikTok think, oh, that's funny. Like she looks funny. She looks stupid. Or like, oh, this is funny, she's so cute and whatever, and then she gets a lot of attraction. As for what I do, I just post a bunch of dance videos, a bunch of like rating videos, talking videos, and just videos that just make me happy. I would love to do, I'm trying to do this new thing where I do POVs and like where I just talk a lot. On my account recently, I just posted a video on TikTok where it was just me trying to rant about first video. Yeah, right there. Okay, that's what? Just, yeah. okay. Okay, so basically, there's a lot of these videos on TikTok. When you scroll on your For You page, it's like, oh, if you listen to this audio, if you record a video to this audio, this is your skin's going to be clear. Okay. How does that work? That does not work. That's not how it's supposed to work. Yeah, but there's plenty of dumb people on the planet. Exactly. That's what... Do you want to take a break? Oh, uh, no. It's, oh, we'll just right after this. Um, and it infuriates me because it's so stupid that p- people actually believe in that. So I was just making a video of just like me ranting about it. And a lot of people like it. A lot of people can relate to it. A lot of people find it stupid. A lot of people think that I'm just like overdramatic, but it's getting a lot of attraction. So I might as well do it. Might as well just like put out all my opinions out there. Reaction videos usually do very well. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that's that's usually like, like either very pro or very against the topic mm-hmm. does really, really well. Anything that like, has like a lot of emotions usually captures people exactly yeah um i've not been posting a lot of dance videos it's something that i love doing but trends change a lot a lot of people like talking videos like 
where you just sit down, do your makeup and you're talking, you're answering questions, where you're rating a bunch of like food items, places, this and that. A lot of people like hearing your voice now, other than like lip syncing to a song that's trending. So that's what I've been doing. I'm trying to do more of that. I have this whole POV thing coming up soon with uh, Bahrain related type of thing. Um, I don't know if I should. If you want to do like POV kind of, no, sorry, like talking head kind of stuff, don't you think like ASMR would probably be the right hit up for you? I feel like, yeah. Yeah, but ASMR you know what, is like, what ASMR yeah, is, right? Yeah, but ASMR is like it's not it's not a trend anymore. So really, I thought like people were still like crazy about <laughs> it. No. I never understood it. I never understood the whole thing going on. Yeah, neither did I. It was nothing that like something that didn't attract me. But um, this entire POV thing that I have in my on my notes on my phone, it's basically like um, a lot of teenagers would get this. So uh, recently, oh, this is gonna sound so stupid to you. But these teenagers from Amwaj, this entire group, went to city center. And they do this every Thursday, and they cause a bunch of mayhem over there. They cause so much trouble with the security, with the stores, and they just ruin everyone's mood. And they have these fights and everything. So last, no, listen, listen, listen last Thursday, it's trending all over TikTok in Bahrain. I thought that was Dubai. Mm-mm. This was Bahrain. This okay. is in Bahrain. Um, and it's just like these 50 teenagers around Shake Shack. And then these two guys fighting for what? Like, oh, like, did you call, did you say I'm not a man? Or like, oh, did you say that my style looks stupid? And then they start fighting over the most stupidest things. And then all 50 of those teenagers just walk around city center because they got kicked out of Shake Shack. So I always wanted to make like a little parody thing of just me making fun of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's just basically what it is. And then like, the parody is this. No, no, no. That's just like me ranting. Uh, so which I one is the I, haven't I haven't posted it yet. No, that makes more sense. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. When okay, I post okay. it, it's going to make much more sense. I got this idea from this other TikTok. TikToker named Sissy Sheridan. So she makes these videos like POV or an LA influencer. No, no, no. Okay. POV or an LA influencer. And you're like, you're coming up to me asking me why I unfollowed you. And it's like these really funny videos which are relatable to us teenagers. So it sounds stupid to Why you. Why do you say it's such because a mixer calling? You're like, us teenagers get it, old man. Because <laughs> like, you look at me like that and I'm like, oh, this guy thinks I'm stupid. I'm looking at you because I'm trying to understand the concept behind it. I don't have a judgment. You're the one who... I'll show you the video. We'll go on a break and I'll show you the video. I imply you infer. All right. Yes. Take it. So in my head, when I always wanted to, I always wanted a show of my own, I uh, have an entire set all designed to my ideas so like if i wanted like a gumball machine in the background i would love that something like that and then what's a gumball machine that is not that is oh okay i know what that is they're everywhere have you been to city center yeah how, how come you've not seen one because i don't go to the kids section this does not have to be in the kids section it's literally just gumballs if you want gum go to the gumball machine get gum I'd rather have a cigarette. I don't know what what like I've ne okay, I've never been like I need it. I need it. I need it. We're, chewing gum. We're going off topic. Yeah, have like whatever it is, and then uh, have someone that has something coming out soon. So let's take Rista for example, or no, let's say Christina. Christina uh, announced that she's part of the Sephora squad. So have her come on, promote that, talk about that. What the fuck is a Sephora squad? That is something you and Christina can talk about. Okay. Yes, um, and. Uh, just have her talk about it, promote it, and then 
have a little conversation going on and then move from that to a bit where we can do challenges together have it be a makeup challenge or like a food challenge or like have you heard of a uh, the truth or drink challenge no basically well you don't have to drink i don't drink obviously but like um you, it's, it's just a challenge that's going on yeah YouTube. okay, it's just okay. Like a, so truth or dare idea, challenge truth basically. or dare challenge yeah but instead of a dare if you don't tell the truth or if you don't want to answer you take a drink some something like that like a little bit and then how would anyone know that you're lying no i don't <laughs> I just gave that as the an idea. The idea is falling apart immediately. <laughs> oh, that was just an idea I had in mind. But um, yeah, something like that. I just have a lot of fun with it. What? I mean, I hear where you're coming from, but in my head, it sounds like a production nightmare. Like the amount mm -hmm. of... No, it doesn't have to be production nightmare. Yeah. What, would, what, would, what, what would make it a nightmare? trying to film all the shots um, because it all have to be candidly recorded. So you'd have to have at least three people operating as cameramen, running around people, uh, making sure that it's settled, the audio, you know, you're, you're, and then you're doing either a scripted event and then you're hoping for the reaction being good and people like, like on the mark, like saying it, even just like the aspect of, of getting the focus or the focus puller, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can, you can be reliant on the autofocus to do that, but you're talking about a minimum of a crew of maybe nine people well that's the entertainment industry you want to start a network what what are your ideas <laughs> what are your ideas tell me tell me you can't just say did you just you you just you just went from, from immediately to attack okay you cannot just say that my idea is a production nightmare when you're trying to have your own network and mm -hmm. I, okay so tell me I don't i'm not saying your idea is a no and i'm not saying n never in a million years i'm mm -hmm. saying that at the current capacity that we currently have, it's not feasible. That's okay. all I'm saying. Yeah, but these productions always take time. Months, years. It's hard. I mean, it, like, if you're talking about something like very close to what Mr. Beast does, right? Mm -hmm. Like these challenge videos and stuff like that. There is a market for it, no doubt about it. Um, it's, it, it's just very difficult to execute. Mm -hmm. And that's just the the... the pre-recording, recording, and then you still have to do a lot of the post work. Like if you looked at how many people Mr. Beast has on like like yeah. set, it, it, well, I mean, how many, can you look it up? What, how many people has Mr. Beast hired at this point? I think he's got like more than 30 people right now for a single YouTube channel. Over a hundred people. A hundred people. Damn. Well, again, all takes time, you know? Even like on a Tonight Show, like if we wanted to do like a Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show, mm -hmm. that would require a minimum, like a, like, a, like a skeleton crew of at least, at least eight people. And you're struggling at eight. Like you are, like, like everyone's doing two, three jobs at the same time. An ideal amount for a Tonight Show crew list is close to 30 people. So what do you su suggest I do? In what context? With my idea. Like your Mr. Beast idea? Yeah. You could do it with, with one person as a camera operator and use a DJI mic and you just have to spend more time doing it and it has to be more scripted. Mm -hmm. um, but you're looking at like to publish an episode maybe two weeks if you want to do like a good quality video. 
Um, vlogging is very different because you come f- from the vlogging yeah. expectations, right? Even even Casey Neistat, we talked yeah. about him once, right? Yeah. He does like classes and stuff like that. I think he has people, about three or four people on staff helping him do his vlogs. I did not know that actually about Casey. I thought mm-hmm. it was all just on his own. I mean, that's the brand that he sells, right? Casey's been on here for a long time. He's been on like the entertainment industry for a long time. How's he? Yeah. Oh. He's got 100% one editor and he's got one guy who, who basically is like a schlep. What's a schlep? means like somebody does his, does like everything for him i don't think it's up there but the thing is nothing on the internet's also reliable like mm. so we can only give an like we can only give an estimate my team something something i just saw it on there it doesn't matter danny that's all right he also has a production company now really mm. what is it about like uh, what does he do adverts if i'm not mistaken mm. okay well, it's just me on my own. So I'm just doing everything on my own with the help of like ad- like advice from other people. I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, I feel like, like I said, going to California, I'd get a, I'd get a lot of help, a lot of guidance, and have an entire team, production, and everything. But it's also always about money, you mm-hmm. know, and always the startup. Like how we talked about my business, I need a lot of money for that startup, and the same thing applies to. What is a lot of money in your head? That always d- differentiates yeah, between everyone. Um, so for my business thing, at least like a thousand BD. At least. Yeah. And for, for a business, that's nothing. From a business perspective, it's nothing. Actually. Actually. What would nothing. you? Ex- what would it be? Uh, they say generally twenty-five thousand dollars. That's in dollars. Okay. Can you double confirm that? I think it could be up to a hundred k now. But then again, that's like for an entire like huge brand. I got to start small and start somewhere. 9,000 BD. Okay, so just add 8,000 more to that. A minimum amount to start a, start a business. I mean, you could start one at like $0, obviously. Yeah, what do you think about the $0? I've seen a lot of videos how to start a business or a brand with $0. You can. It's not impossible. Like, what do you think about the concept? According to Business Administration, most micro-businesses cost around $3,000, while most home, home-based franchises cost $2,000 to $5,000. Every type of business has its own financial needs. Experts have some tips to help you figure it out. I think, re- realistically, anywhere between three, two dollars to $3,000, you're struggling. You're really, really struggling. I don't know how how you you can sell, how you can even buy inventory at like two thousand dollars if you include like shipping and everything else. Even if you do even if you're somehow able to to be a photographer, be a marketer, be a finance, be the the product sourcer, it, it's not that easy. It really isn't. But again, that depends. Like for me, starting off small, starting off like a small business, a small local business, and then hopefully going somewhere. You know. Yeah, but the entry requirements are different in what kind of franchise or business you're trying to start. 
uh, there's no way you can start a bar with a thousand dollars unless yeah, you're, that's true. you're friends with a landlord who's willing to, to give it to you for, for, for free for free for a few months and that you have friends the supply side mm. who's willing to give you booze uh, uh, at, at like 90 day payment without any deposit and then all those, all the furniture and then all the staff but online business not like an actual store the store is like for a whole a time later I'm talking about like an online business on Instagram with a website and then just like handling everything at home as of for now. Sure. I mean, but what are, you, what are the products that you want to sell? Clothing products. As for now, we're starting up clothing, slowly move on to like lifestyle stuff such as like, I don't know, beauty, makeup, coffee mugs, who knows. But uh, my main focus is on clothing because I'm obsessed with fashion and beauty. And then go off somewhere with that and that with the help of my mom as well because my mom's also very into those stuff she worked at a text text textiles textile company and she's a makeup artist herself so with her help i feel like go somewhere uh, <laughs> yeah i'm uh, the i know a lot of models who open makeup companies and i know a lot of models who opened up like like beauty stuff I'm trying to understand your what your USP is, and you're not Kevin Conway. You're not uh, 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 what's who's the owner of Goop? Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, the one for, who played the wife of Tony Stark. Oh, um. She was best friends with Harvey Weinstein, which is true, by the way. Look that up. She was best friends. Oh, uh, Gwen, Gwen, Gwen Palthrow. Gwen, Gwyneth Palthrow. Gwyneth Palthrow, yeah. You, you don't have that kind of like social reach that you can leverage to start your, your clothing brand or your um, makeup brand. Yeah. So I'm going to need that reach. That's the thing. Okay. What do you mean? Like, I don't know what you're trying to say. No, I mean, the reason why, why they, can, they can leverage their business ideas, they can leverage it against their persona. Their curating. Remember, we talked about this earlier? Yeah. They can leverage their personal brand in order to sell their product. Okay, yeah. Like, um, there's, there is, who's the guy who plays in Wicked? Wick, uh, the, uh, the, not the action movie. No, the, um, he was, he was in The Matrix. Keanu Reeves. He, he owns a motorcycle company yeah. and he, he could, he got that motorcycle successful because of who he is. And he made sure that that was motorcycles were in his movies. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to build my brand first, my own personal brand, and then start off my own brand. But it's not hard. It's really hard for me, at least for who I am and where I am. I feel like I could do a lot more. But it's States. better to do one thing right than two things half-assed. That's what, that's what I'm working on. I'm still working on my thing. That's why I haven't even started anything on my business. Okay. As of now, I'm saving up for that, but still working on my stuff. So don't you think if you take that thousand <coughs> BD and spent it on your own production, that it would be better for you? Like getting some lights, uh, getting better camera, better audio, hiring an editor maybe. Yeah, but like, see, the stress for hiring hiring an editor is having them on the same page and having this, having the same ideas as you. And then I've already got a camera. I've got three, two cameras. Mic, I need a mic, but the issue is my cameras do not support the mics. Like you know. So you don't have a camera. I do have a camera, but like the, it's a weird, like it's a, a vlogging camera, but it doesn't support like 
You know when you like plug in the mic and then you have it on the top? It doesn't mm-hmm. support that. You don't have a shotgun like you're talking about. Yeah. And then um, I have a ring light. I have a tripod. I have everything that I need basically at home that, that a lot of YouTubers have. But for an entire production, let's take James Charles. He, he has an entire production. He's a makeup artist, a YouTuber, an influencer. He has an editor, a camera person, someone that helps a creative director and all of these people. And he has this entire huge house where he has an entire studio in his basement. And he has all this help from because of where he started. He started off with just like a vlogging camera in his room. And then he built um, sort of like a brand of his own because of who he is and what he does. Because he's a guy who's part of the LGBTQ community who does all these makeup looks. It's just it's very like something that catches everyone's eyes and gives him more attention. So with that, he obviously earned a lot and put it to good use. And with him and his creative director, they started a show on YouTube with YouTube, actually called um i forgot what it was um can you check what james charles show is something influencer i forgot what it was charles show instant influencer yes instant influencer and before that he even got to work with morphe which is a huge makeup company and to make his to making his own palette uh yeah that's him and he's had a lot of controversies he's been he's been canceled a lot so that's just he's just, been what controversies have been happening to him sorry can you explain um that? something about i have no idea honestly i forgot what they were but well the bunch just of type just, in controversy danny yeah i mean he looks like a like a predator <laughs> what a surprise oh uh, after being accused by several underage boys of, of online, online grooming. grooming yep there we go i knew it that's one of them and then another of them would be like with a bunch of other influencers and like stars and stuff and yeah it's like he just built this all from just being a little boy in his room with just a vlogging camera and then obviously youtube he's been making money off of youtube and he's he even got offered to be uh, a cover uh, cover star of a magazine. Then with that, he got invited to Ellen, Ellen's show. And then with that, he, started, he continued with his YouTube thing and then worked with Morphe on his own palette and then had his own show. So it's just you have to start somewhere. And I'm still starting off somewhere. I'm taking YouTube more serious and I'm posting every week. Like if you go around saying you, you have cancer or whatever, do you think you not might end up getting cancer? No. No? No. So you don't believe in the whole like like visualization of your goals and successes and stuff okay, like that? Okay, yeah, that goals and success, yeah, but me getting cancer? No. Interesting. So you think that you can <laughs> will yourself into like a billion dollars, but you can't will yourself into like a terminal disease? Yes. Why? I'm so it's only positive being. that can happen? I'm a healthy human being that uses sunscreen so I don't get skin cancer. I work out, I do a lot of athletic stuff so I'm healthy, I eat healthy, I drink my water on time, so I'm a very healthy person. That doesn't stop any of that. It makes the likelihood to... go down, but it doesn't prevent it. The how, do I, how would I get cancer? All kinds of cancer you can like, still get. Like, like, like? Lung, liver, lung, bone, you get blood, lung, brain. Lung, blood, how do you get blood cancer? Pneumonia? How do you get... I, 
Yeah, exactly. So I'm healthy and I don't access have pneumonia. To, I don't know, excessive radiation, uh, genetic alignment, um, environmental factors. Okay, my point here is, is that I'm not going to have cancer. And I believe... Art, some, some studies indicate that stress might be a cause, a cause for cancer. Well, again, nothing on the internet's true. Not everything on the internet's true. These are from well-published papers, like peer-reviewed. Okay, maybe that's true, but... Um, Stuff like I mean, if, at that point, like, like I know that we're very conspiratorial yeah, in this show, yeah. but I mean, if you're not going to even believe <laughs> scientific institutions anymore, then halas, pack up. That's it then. See, there's a it's a very diverse spectrum when you talk when you're like mentioning about like visualization and stuff. I don't think I've heard anyone visualize themselves into getting cancer i don't think that's the case or that's how it works yeah, I feel like, no, 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 no. many people See, like that when it comes absolutely to, oh, okay then i don't know about that but what i think about when it comes to visualize visualization and manifestation manifestations manifestations is that you have a positive mindset about it and you work up to it because you can't just be like oh i'm I'm a famous Instagrammer with 1 million followers. And then you sleep and you wake up with 1 million followers. That's not how it works. You have to work up your way to it. The whole point of manifestation... Give me an example. So what are you manifesting right now? Manifesting um, the, startup of, the startup of my business. Okay, so okay? you wake up in the morning. What do you do? I wake up in the morning and I try to do my research about it. That's one step. And then next next couple of months, start putting my research into good use and like looking at manufacturers, companies, and like fabric stores, stuff like that. Sorry. And then the next Are you stressed out or something? Or is everything okay? Me? Yeah. No, it's just because I'm sick. So. Okay. Yeah. And then the next couple of months, um, what could I do the next couple of months? Um, just make an Instagram account and start promoting <laughs> that I'm starting up something. <laughs> you get the point? <laughs> You have to start somewhere, right? You can't just like wake up one day and have this entire thing come up to you. Like, okay. Have you ever heard the saying, plan, the plan, uh, plan is, the plan is useless. Planning is priceless. No, I've never heard of that. What does that mean? Like, it means that the, uh, that if you want to make God laugh, you tell him your plans. It means that just because you plan out something doesn't mean it's going to come to pass. But the act of planning yes. gives you structure in your your what your steps or objectives are to your goal. Yes, that's literally what I'm trying to say. But you just said it way better for me. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about this on text. I was like, okay, I cannot explain anything. I can. I'm just trying express. to still understand what your business is. You just told me you wanted to do textiles. I wanted like a lifestyle business. Okay, like entirely a lifestyle business with just like everything, like have it like beauty. Chanel or like Zara. Zara does everything. No, Chanel. Like Chanel. And why Chanel? Because I feel like it's just exclusive to everyone and everything. It's you know? exclusive to everyone. That's an oxymoron. What's an oxymoron? <laughs> the fire is really wet. It means an opposite of an attribute. Okay. No. You know what I'm, you're trying, you're making this hard for me to understand. I'm not, I'm really yes, not. Yes, you are. You're stressing way too much about it. I just want to start, like, I want to start off with a clothing, clothing brand. Okay. So. Like Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova. Yes. And then slowly move up to beauty, skincare, and then other items. So what I'm trying to ascertain or understand 
what exactly is the DNA of your clothing? Are you trying to be like Chanel or Dior, very classic? Do you want to be like no? Um, uh, what what the brands I just managed managed? Zara? No, 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 Noir, no, um, Fashion Nova, which is very like I don't know what would you call that? Streetwear, huh? street style. Do you call it street style? Okay. What would you call that, Danny? So, yeah. Clubbing, maybe? No. They have jeans. They have, like, hoodies and stuff like that. They I, don't just have club wear. I think it's club wear. No. Can, can you look up what Fashion Nova is segmented as? I can't. Maybe it's street wear. I just don't think of them as a street brand. That was perfectly <laughs> timed. That was beautifully timed. That was lovely. Fashion Nova. What are they defined as? Fast fashion retail company. Okay, they're so fast all those, fashion. Yeah, so everything that's trendy, like for example, if the jersey's really trendy right now and everyone's trying to like buy a jersey, they'd create one right on the spot and then just start selling it for a cheap price, such as like Shein. I don't know. I, I still, as the company expanded to menswear, what? Yeah. I didn't know they do men's line. They do. And I think they do kids as well, but I'm not sure. They do kids? Yeah, Fashion Nova is just like Zara, Shein. <laughs> I didn't. Re I'd never thought of Fashion Nova that way. I always thought of Fashion Nova as like, like, like what Cardi B would wear. To be fair, honestly, club. same. Yeah, but um, one day I just looked up. Like, how would you explain somebody if if they've never like seen Fashion Nova? How would you explain it? It's a fast fa fast fashion company similar to Shein. I don't know who Shein is. Shein is also a fast fashion company, and it just produce like produces a bunch of like, uh, trendy, clothing pieces. Yeah, I wouldn't say that she and, 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 and Fashion Nova is the same. These are very, very different to me. Look up to fa look at Fashion Nova's clothing items. Yeah, that's different. I don't know. But it's like... a lot more skin. Hell yeah, that's very different. Yeah. Um... I mean, look at the ones with the back showing, Danny. Yeah. Left, down, left. Yeah, this is not something I saw in Shein. It's the, the jeans, yeah. Yeah, but you saw the marketing. You know what they're doing. Come on. <laughs> or what about the front one? That's also the one down, literally one down. There you go, see? Yeah. Mm hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, this is that that exactly is what Fashion Nova is in my head. Very like American apparel, like it, how it used to be. I want it. I don't want it to be fast fashion. I want it to be like an actual brand, like such as like Chanel, Dior, Zara, Bershka, like that. Chanel would be very upset that you put them in the same level as Zara, by the way. They would be very furious. <laughs> yeah, but like... Coco Chanel never okay. envisioned that. Start off with like something similar to Zara and then move up towards the Chanel level. Wrong way. Always, always go up to down rather than down to up. Why is that? Because it's easier to give discounts on your prices and bring the price lower as it is mm -hmm. to bring the price up. Toyota for a very long time tried to, to duplicate Mercedes, but no one was willing to accept that brand in that price market. That's why they started Lexus. It was from Toyota, right? Yeah. Oh, I'll keep that in mind. So it's always easier to go from up to down. It's always easier to bring your prices down than it is to bring them up. Content, make me making content like therapy for me. I enjoy doing it and like dancing and stuff like that.
Mm-hmm. So do you do content for yourself or do you do it for the audience? I do it for myself and for the audience, for both. At first it was just for myself and then a lot of people enjoyed it. So it's for everyone now. Mm. Yeah. Again, so, so diplomatic. Yeah, it just, it's... You're going to have, you're, listen, you're, this is advice from my end for your vlogging and stuff like that. People want to feel something. That's what they're desperate for. That's what mm-hmm. stops them from scrolling, right? Yeah. You have the uncanny ability of both being young enough that you can talk about like certain sociological issues that's going on in, in your field and still have the preface of being female, therefore having less of a, of a noose around your neck, and you can therefore exploit that. Yeah. You're looking confused. You don't understand a single thing I said. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know what you I know where you're going with this. But I also don't. Like you need to be more like straightforward. Straightforward, yeah. Be straightforward. Do content that rages people. Do content that makes people feel something. That's what they want. They want something to feel. The recent video I posted, a lot of people were like, why did like, like look at the comments in the very recent TikTok video. By the way, do you, do you get a lot of weird comments? How is that working out for you? Ah, uh, the after the award winning thing? Oh my god. Is there a reason why you don't put text? Text on the thing? Yeah. I mean, I it was just a, it's a one minute long video, so why would I I don't know. I just didn't do it. Wait, what? Well, sorry. What? What? The video the video is like more than a minute long. Yeah. So I was just not bothered. <laughs> I'm going to be very honest. But sometimes I am, yeah. There are a bunch of videos where I put co- text on it. But captions doesn't take you time. It does it automatically. Yeah, but I didn't have the option for some reason. Ah. So then when I looked at it for manually, uh, when I looked for it, it didn't come up. So then I was like, I don't really don't want to, I really don't want to do this manually. But um, go to my, uh, can you go to my main page? Scroll down to the third, yeah, this video. In the 10K. Yeah. Congratulations, by the way, Thank if I haven't you. said it already on cam. Oh, the comments are turned off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got a lot of weight. Can I go? unlock the comments real quick that's fine we can we can talk about it after the show it doesn't have to be yeah. on camera yeah I, okay sure